Welcome to Quantum Leap, sponsored by PBX. We've got some amazing content for you. Episodes stacked full of ideas, inspiration, and insights. All highly valuable knowledge to help you grow your business. Ladies and gentlemen, for the next exciting installment of the Quantum Leap business show and event, anybody that's in the charity and fundraising sector, you need to watch this event. If you also have an inclination towards charity, this is a must view. It is my pleasure to welcome Andy Taylor-White. So good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Quantum Leap 2021. I'm very pleased to introduce Andy Taylor-White to you this afternoon, who's going to run a, a session called The Power of You. Andy is an excellent presenter, a multi-million pound fundraiser and major appeal specialist for many of the UK's top charities. And he's also the founder of the Inspiration Bureau. Uh, and so it gives me great pleasure to uh, hand over to Andy for the next 45 minutes. And uh, I hope we'll all enjoy his presentation. Thanks very much, Andy. Alex, thanks so much indeed. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, let's talk about the most important person in the room, you. Uh, people want to hear from you, not your brand, but really you. Uh, they need to connect with a human being, and research proves this time and time again, of course. So how can we not be an autobot or a brand device or a kind of unpopular sales machine? Well, I like to think it's about being more you, more kind of more yourself and more real. And it truly is kind of the power of you. I'm Andy Taylor-White, and today I'd like to share with you some kind of views, some questions and some research principles um, and some suggested hints to be really kind of more you. We've all got huge amounts of experience, successes and failures behind us, but we rarely really share those peaks and troughs with others in a business environment. We expect people to take us at face value, but perhaps we don't always share our real face, but the face that we think the audience the client or the team really wants to see. Today, I'd like to share with you three key elements of the power of you approach. Firstly, your true values and how or if you're really using and exhibiting them for business. Secondly, fundamental and research principles to help draw out your personal power. And finally, experiences. For that, it's clearly over to you. Your past, good and bad, is part of you. It's what makes us fascinating and even, I'd like to say, interesting. But seriously, it's a great way to honestly build trust and rapport for both business and personal relationships. Right, stand by. It's now audience participation time. I won't ask you to share this. It's personal to you. What are your personal values? Please take a moment to write down the first three words that come into your mind that truly expresses your values. Would you do that now, please? I wonder if you exhibit these values in your business conversations. Well, if you want to know if you do, try this later on today. Ask a trusted colleague or two to write down in three words the three values that you represent. It can be a revealing and really positive exercise, but also a checkpoint of just how much of the power of you is actually coming across. Yes, 
we all want to appear professional, but can I suggest as a 55-year-old man that we also have a wealth of personal experience that has helped us to form our values today? So here is a key helpful tip I use, especially when helping people to be more confident business presenters. Tell the story of your proudest professional achievement, not in a look at me style, but more as I worked hard and against the odds to achieve success. Let me share mine, if I may, as an example. When I was a kid growing up in Blackpool, I wanted to be a Royal Navy officer. When I went to the military careers office, they looked at my upbringing, my school, and decided I was aiming way too high. I joined the Navy as a junior seaman second class, the very bottom of the ladder, in fact, in the bucket. Um, eight years later, I was humbled to pass through the doors of the Naval College in Dartmouth as a commissioned officer, and eight years after that, I was actually privileged to command a, a warship in the South Atlantic. One of the values that my friends tell me I have is determination. And I use that aspect of my personality to really help others to achieve their ideal outcomes. The reality of life also means we've made a number of failures. Uh, sharing how you've dealt with these can also demonstrate an ability for you to help others through their challenges. Please take another look at your three word values. How can you share a story from your past to reflect these values? People want to hear from you, not your brand, and being truly yourself can be a challenge in the business world. But by reflecting on our experiences, the real power of you can come through to engage others and build trust. So now we've looked at values, let's examine the second element of the power of you, its principles. And hopefully I'm gonna now share some slides with you. This is that magic, please zoom gods, be nice. I promise you Zoom God. Oh, I love you Zoom Gods. Thank you so much. Right, hopefully if that comes up, we should be there. So can I just get a thumbs up from a couple of people if you can see the words Inspiration Bureau and the power of you. And hopefully a very small egotistical Andy in the corner. Brilliant, thank you. <clears throat> so let me just kind of, uh, if I may, just share with you um, some absolutely fundamental principles uh, based on the, on the power of you approach and program. And these are um, within a very, very um, focused business element, business sector. And, but I really kind of believe in them as well. And I'm hoping through your experiences as well, you'll kind of see that some of these principles absolutely echo your own, your own business, your own sector of business that you, you particularly uh, work in. You see, I knew I wished too nice to those in gods. Here we go. Um, the first one is kind of greatest challenges. And what do I mean by that? Well, firstly, you know, a lot of what we hopefully do in business is we are helping our clients, our teams, to achieve the greatest challenge that we're facing. But I wonder how many times we honestly share with clients and with teams the greatest challenge within business that we as ourselves are facing. It can really show, yes, some vulnerability, but also can really open up to people an understanding of where you are getting to, the top of that mountain. Having that kind of sense of trust then with people can mean that they want you along for their journey to their greatest challenges. And it is a fundamental principle. So let me ask, as a workshop we're in today, please just have a think now. What is the kind of greatest challenge in business that you are facing and that you are delivering for others? It could be an element that you could draw on within the power of you. 
today I'm going to ask lots of questions. Um, please just engage as, as you wish um, behind the scenes, if you like, in writing. And I'm hopefully we'll have some time at the end just to kind of go over some points as well. Sorry for the picture if you've got vertigo, but I love this because it really balances the second key principle, which is risk versus experience. Life is risky. Business is risky. But so many times we look at the risk too much and we don't look at the experience enough. This picture says to me, I would never do this. I could never get to the top of Blackpool Tower. I can't go on Bournemouth Pier without getting wobbly. Um, well, what it means to me is, uh, you know, that obviously that individual there knows exactly what they're doing and the level of risk and experience that they have. Well, do we take risks? Of course we do. But how many times do we talk about the experience that we as a team, as an individual have got within the power of you to draw on balancing that risk? Daring to believe. Do we really believe in ourselves? I'm not going to get religious. I won't get ethereal. But again, I'd love this story. You may remember this was this absolutely crazy but inspiring American. I have to always look at his name. Felix writer. I apologise if anyone knows him. Um, but this was the chap who, you know, still stands now breaking the, the highest uh, parachute jump ever in the world. And, and talk about daring to believe. When he took that leap, it was a leap of faith, wasn't it? In the sense of, of what happened. What is incredible is that when people really kind of want you to succeed and believe, they'll follow you. Eight million people watched him live do this jump. If you're willing to dare and to believe and willing to inspire people to follow you, it'll come through within the power of you. This is really poignant, I think, for what's going on this year. How many times do we actually do step back and just kind of enjoy that growth journey, that element of actually looking at the journey that we've been on? Yes, from school, through college, university, whatever, and the different jobs that we've had. And especially this year, how many times have we actually stood back and just realised the journey, even in the last nine months that we've all been on, and the things that we have learned along that way. Enjoying the growth journey is the part of an, a key element of the power of you. What's a, what, if anything, I hope, have you enjoyed about this year? I know I'm going against the grain here about saying, what have you enjoyed in 2020? But seriously, what have you enjoyed? Um, and drawing on that can really kind of infuse others to really make them think as well about kind of what else has happened in their journey. I love kind of sharing Steve Jobs stories and, you know, depending who, depending on how many books you've read about him, how many documentaries you've seen and films about him, you know, it sounds like at times he was a bit of a scary character. One thing you can't say about him, though, is he wasn't committed to make things happen and churn to Apple. You may be aware he was actually fired from Apple uh, originally and he came back and was committed to kind of turn it around. When he came back in, there was over 400 products that were being, being produced and he just went, no, do you know what? We're going to do something really good. We're going to make a really good computer, laptop, and we're going to make a really good phone. I don't know about you, but I've got one of his phones. I've got one of his computers. I've got two of his computers. I've got two. So you could say that part of partly success. But one of the powers of you is, a, is to demonstrate commitment because we all want that kind of really confident person on our shoulder that will carry us through, uh, and whether that's with clients or, or with businesses as well. Authenticity is brilliant. <laughs> Authenticity is also a very, very a human skill in the sense that you can't fluff this. You can have a go at it, but we have over millenniums been able to work out when people aren't telling the truth. 
I'm not going to get all detective and FBI on you here. But actually, if you really kind of believe in what you're doing and what you want to do, that authenticity will come across. But sometimes it's really good for us to kind of reveal some of the authenticity in the business conversations that we're having. Really big for this year, isn't it? This ability to kind of overcome or get around barriers. Why is this relevant to the power of you? There are days when you will hit this barrier and you will not be able to get it over, get over it on your own. There are days that you will bound over this barrier and take other people with you. And just understanding in yourself those elements that really can pull that out and that ability to overcome and get around those barriers really kind of gives us resilience, which I know is sometimes a really overused word. But individually, what does it mean to you? What does resilience mean to you? And what triggers do you have that you means you can pull on that little reserve when you have to get a project through? I've got to really congratulate the Quantum Leap team because this is a project that didn't start 16 months ago. This started not very long ago at all. And the fact that we're now here with a 24-hour conference running is extraordinary. Ability to overcome or get around barriers? Thank you, Zoom. That's all I'm going to say. I love sharing this story, actually, about courage. In the power of you... Um, there are elements that we have to pull on courage sometimes and really just go for it, even when lots of people around us are saying different things. World War II, Dunkirk, we were failing. The British Expeditionary Force had been over, were being um, hit back by the Germans. They're on the beaches. And as you probably know, the story of the, the little boats trying to bring everybody back. What you may not know is what was happening in the cabinet room at number 10. Winston Churchill, prime minister, was there and we're around the cabinet, nearly the majority of the cabinet were kind of saying, actually, Prime Minister, we need to be suing for peace with Herr Hitler. And that was mainly led by the Foreign Secretary, Lord Beaverbrook. And at one point, I think, and Winston clearly wasn't listening, um, I think Lord Beaverbrook apparently hit the table and said, Prime Minister, why will you not sue for peace with Herr Hitler? And Churchill said, because I don't like him. The rest is history, but to have the courage to be able to stand up in front of the cabinet, you know, all those advisors that are kind of supporting you along the journey, sometimes needs courage. And there'll be moments when you know with your gut instinct what is the right thing to do. Please believe in it. Please have those moments of courage. What's the thing in your in your back catalogue that you can pull on that says this is the moment I can I can use my courage pill? Um, you don't use it every day, but when you do. It's really, really powerful within the power of you. Going, whoa, straight over to California now and vision. A great uh, story, uh, some of you may know, that um, when actually Walt Disney was first looking at the first uh, Disney land in California and they had the, the ground all set up and all the, uh, the project managers, I apologise now to project managers in the room, but all the project managers were there going, right, Walt, Mr. Disney, uh, this is what we have to do. We have to put all the infrastructure in place, the piping, the electrical systems. We have to do this within the park, put the trunking in, the infrastructure there. And he went, no, we are going to build in the centre of the park Cinderella's Castle first, because I want everybody that's coming here to work on this place to understand this is our vision. This is the heart of what we want to do. I want everyone to come to this park to see this. 
and he did it. And that's part of the uh, the philosophy again. You know, there's different stories about Walt Disney, but but part of the philosophy you can you can't beat him is having that vision within the power of you. What's that vision? What's your Disney castle? The thing that anybody tries to touch it, and there's going to be trouble. <laughs> Sometimes expressing that to people, that emotion coming across within the power of you, can be incredibly powerful and really kind of help to to make key points. When Martin Luther King stood up and said the dream speech. What you may not know is that was not in his speech. When he was going up to the lectern to deliver his speech in Washington that day, one of his friends said to him, Martin, why don't you tell them about the dream? And she had heard him speak in church a couple of weeks before. And so I think it was about 54 years ago now when he made this speech. And um, as he went up there, he delivered something on the spot. We know word by word virtually what he said. Um, and that's the power of being able to de deliver on the spot. Now, I, for, a, for an occupation, I, I help people to be uh, more impactful, inspiring presenters. I work in the charity sector as well. But the thing I love the most is when you get a really fired up individual who delivers on the spot. And within the power of you, we all have this. There's triggers that when we press uh, in business, in, in logic, in emotion, mean you, you absolutely can stand up and deliver on the spot. And that is magical. And it's in, within and it's separate to all of us within our individual power of view. It probably won't come as a surprise to you that um, as I'm from the Inspiration Bureau, I'm going to talk about inspiration. Um, and it's a very kind of well-used word, isn't it? And no one really owns it. But what I love about inspiration is that it means different things to each one of us here today. And what I love to do, especially within the power of you, is because we've all got different things that inspire us, is that our inspiration tins are all very different. The power of you comes out when we open that tin up and you're willing to share some of that inspiration. Now, I've got to say for the British people in the room today, we are really bad at this. Um, other, <laughs> other countries, Americans and others, are brilliant. And sometimes... It can come across as arrogant, but it's not because actually it's what inspires them. It's the way that they've been brought up in their lifestyle, their culture, that means that they feel very empowered to be able to deliver it. Are we getting better? I think so in the UK. Uh, but again, sometimes this can be seen, oh, this is the fluffy stuff. The fluffy stuff within business can be highly, highly valuable and done authentically and with passion can really, really come across and make your power of you elements that you each have uh, really come across. So let me ask you this question. What is the thing that inspires you? And when was the last time you told a client, your team, or, a, or an audience what it was? It's a good question to use within the power of you. Pride. Pride is kind of, you know, sometimes it's saying, is it a virtue? Is it a, is it a sin? Um, I've got to share this, you know, who remembers 2012, the Olympics in London? I mean, do you remember we got together? Look at that crowd. They are not social distancing. Um, but 20, 2012 was extraordinary in that I felt extraordinarily proud of what we as a country put on that day, that show. And if you think of all the hype and the negativity was coming up uh, towards that day, it was going to be a farce. It was incredible. I was very proud. I still get very emotional uh, watching replays of that or even listen to the music that was used to actually uh, put around elements of the opening ceremony of the olympics um and there are elements within our own lives where we have olympic moments like that where there's something that we are very proud of and again authentically when we talk about those things people listen 
People don't hear the brand. They hear you honestly talking about what's making you proud. Within the power of you, we've all got an ability to dream. Of course we have. But again, how many times do we actually take space out and express that? Our ability to really kind of look at uh, the wider picture and be honest with people. That sometimes can we immediately solutionize a client's problem? Probably not. Um, but there are moments when you can step back and reflect. I'm quite a reflector myself within the personality matrix, if you like. I like to go away with the problem sometimes to really think about it and then come back and present options. So you know, do we, within the power of you, where do you have your moments to have ability to dream? For some of you who are activists, you know, this happens very quickly. Uh, you'll, you'll have a few moments where you'll be able to dream and then you're getting on with it. And that's great because thank goodness we're all individuals. But I think the thing I love about this within the power of you is that sometimes you need to park spaces that give you an ability to dream. If you're moving between jobs, if you're looking at a new client, if you're looking at releasing a new product, have you really set out some time for you to dream? Dream of how this is going to be delivered, dream of the concept it's going to be done, or are we just driving against a deadline that's quite artificial in itself because we won't have the right product there? The individual power of somebody to be able to dream and come up with these results can be incredibly impressive. I said the most important people in the room today was you, and it absolutely is. Each one of us within the power of you has a beautifully different set of skills, experiences, problems, issues. I'm just talking about myself. Um, we've all got these different elements within us. And um, you know, we spend so much time, don't we, on business strategies, on forecasting, on blah, blah, blah. When I say blah, 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 by the way, I do mean these are highly professional things we should be doing. But how much time do we spend on planning ourselves, our own personal development, our own power of you, to really infuse us and give us a, a strength to get through whatever the world is going to throw at us in the next 12 months? So within the power of you, it's looking at those values. It's looking at some of these principles that you feel an affinity with and drawing on them as a toolkit you put around for different circumstances that you encounter. So there is no one model that fits everybody. Everyone is, thank goodness, everyone is an individual, and we have to really kind of work at that. Everyone's DNA is different. And for some of the things that I'm saying today, some of you will be instantly switching off. There'll be other phrases I say that you'll be hopefully, it'll be triggering something to make you reflect on an idea or a development or a story you could use within your past that really amplifies the kind of the, the power of you. There are incredible moments when we do feel kind of rip the shirt off moment and where it's kind of superhuman. Something exceptional has happened some, some business products as, as a deal has, has been signed. Some huge projects has come to uh, a brilliant, positive um, end. Or there's even just a conversation that you've had that you know is going to lead somewhere in a very good way. So it's capturing these moments of kind of superhuman strength when you feel absolutely on a high. Here's a little technique for you. There are moments within it when you have what I like to call strategic alliances. So if you've got a group, I really hope you've each got a group of people, two, three, maybe that's it, around you that you can really trust and share stuff with. They could be friends, they could be colleagues, they could be family, whatever. But there's a little group of people around you. When you're feeling crap, score yourself a one 
and tell people that you are a one. Because what happens is people immediately will come to help and understand that. Is this a little bit of a cry for help? Yeah. And what's wrong with that within the power of you? But equally, and you must promise this, that when you have moments of five, which is superhuman, and you're feeling on top of the world, you have to share that. They are infectious. They are absolutely infectious. And people want you to help, want you to succeed. And actually seeing that, it gives them joy. It really does. So please do share the moments of success within the power of you, because it just shows that not only do we have days of ones, but we also have great days of fives as well that kind of work together. It can feel quite a lonely place, and especially this year, it can feel incredibly lonely. But if you think about it, you know, we're all, if you look at how many people are here today, looking at people on the, the whole conference, and then people we're connected within our business networks, there will be people going through similar uh, elements, uh, concerns that we have. But also, what is really nice to know is that you can set up strategic alliances with people that will help you not feel lonely within the power of you. There'll be some people that you will naturally uh, be drawn to because of their disciplines within the power of you and their behaviours. And they echo the same principles and, yes, values that you have. So please do not feel lonely. Um, it can feel a very lonely place in business right now, especially, but you do have networks around you. And being more yourself, being more trustworthy, being more honest, not saying you're not trustworthy, but being more honest with people can really open up a dialogue that means you build very strong and powerful long-term strategic relationships with people that can be absolutely for huge business benefit as well. We need to show vulnerability at times. Some of you will hopefully disagree with what, exactly what I'm saying, because that's what I mean about we're all slightly different. There are moments that we should show emotion, and this is in a business environment, either anger at the right moment because something is not right and it shows just how passionate you are about that, uh, hopefully not upsetting the client too much, but equally on the emotional side, a vulnerability, um, because vulnerability, as many of, you, many of you will know, actually done in the right way and very authentically um, can mean that people really do kind of build more trust and rapport with us because they see we are humans, we are not Autobots, we are not machines that kind of deliver stuff. Uh, we are human beings and we've got a whole set of experiences that no machine can ever replicate. There's nothing wrong with being authentic. There's nothing wrong with showing vulnerability and there's nothing wrong with being emotional at the right time in the right ways. And I wonder within the power of you, there are, do you have those moments? Part of the reason I like putting this up and talking about this particular principle is that I have the privilege of, although I work with many businesses, um, you know, a lot of my, my past, my experience is actually in the charity sector. And I work a lot with charities who have to sell emotion. They're not selling a product, they're selling a belief, even a sense of happiness at times, but they have to tell a story. The story of the charity, the story of their need, and they do it incredibly well. Um, and there's something within that vulnerability, that acceptance, that there's triggers that you can use with people to, to get those really honest stories out. You can never fake emotion. You can have a go, but we see straight through it. Um, so this is an authentic thing. Some of you will feel very uncomfortable me talking about this, and that's absolutely fine. But within the power of you, is there an element that you can pull on at certain times to really kind of show that vulnerability as well? I love this one. Okay, 
So this is a great example of um, if a lot, a lot of you at the moment are thinking, oh, my God, Andy's a real happy, clappy idiot. Um, let me just reassure you of something. I'm not. All right. I'm from Lancashire. I've got issues. OK. Um, but there, there's something here I love about this, that there, there are moments and we probably work with people like this. There are, there are some people who are absolute radiators. I'm sure you may have heard this. They're very warm. They're comforting. Their life is great. Let's have a Christmas party. Everything's brilliant. And then I came across one at a networking event this morning. There's these people. There's the drains. Oh, life is crap. We're all going to die of COVID. And the vaccine's got chips in it. I'm, I'm getting political. I'm going to move on quickly. Um, what I would say in the power of you is we know the days when you feel like a drain. There's no there's days when you absolutely need to be a, a radiator to get people going as well. There's this kind of sense of being positive in the moment. If you're not feeling in the right mind frame, should you be going for a client meeting with somebody that you know is quite a, a bubbly, fired up individual? Because we, you know, our, our behaviours, we do mirror people's behaviours. So if you go as a drain and get a drain response, don't be surprised. Um, and what I love about this is, that, again, I'm not saying please be happy and warm and cuddly every single hour of the day. That would mean you're a manic, uh, a manic individual. But I'd like to say, uh, be a dishwasher. What do I mean? Occasionally, you can have a drain, but always finish on a warm cycle, please. Uh, there's moments you can ab absolutely have a drain about something, when you, especially with a trusted colleague or a, a client or a team. But actually, that kind of upbeat stuff, the bit that they really want to hear from you and within the power of you, what is that thing? What's the thing that you can use when you do bring comfort and joy? At the end? I feel like a carol coming on, so I'm going to move on quite quickly. Communication clearly is, is absolutely key to all of this. And today's a brilliant example. You know, who used Zoom before uh, January? Probably a number of us, of course, but... But, but actually, just look at the way we've turned our communication around to, to deliver this in different ways. Face-to-face um, -face clearly is, is so much more important uh, nowadays. And attention spans are so much shorter. It was really brave, actually. When Alex asked me to do a 45-minute workshop, I was going to go in. I'll keep people for about seven minutes, and then they'll be switching off, checking their emails. Who's doing that right now? Brilliant. Look at the cameras. Um, but what I love about it is that uh, within this and within the power of you, how do you best communicate? What is the technique you are most comfortable with? And use that to the greatest effect, but also understand the clients, the team, what their preference is. And there are ways that you can find this out. It's not, again, this isn't rocket science. Some people will like lots of figures, facts and detail. Give me a strategy, Andy. Do not give me an emotional video. Other people, give me an emotional story. Don't give me, these are all our reasons for you um, wanting to buy the product. So it's understanding that level of kind of communication, using that within the power of you. And that each of us has a very individual approach to this. So for some of us, um, you know, actually getting up and doing a, a video isn't that painful. For others, it's the worst thing in the world you could possibly think about. So it's understanding, you know, what's within the power of you, what's the one thing you can draw on. If one was to boil everything down today, everything, it's about the power of stories. It's about being able to tell quite powerful and passionate stories at the right time to make your business, your, your, your key points get across as well, to, to bring this kind of individual power of you out. And using these very personal experiences, people can't really challenge you on the personal experience unless clearly you're lying and you've made it up. And again, you'll get found out. You'll get found out because your behavior will give you away. So actually very authentic stories 
when they come across will always, always, um, not always, but will 90% of the time really, really hit the mark because we're all naturally very inquisitive. If you throw a proposal at me, my initial response, I don't want to know. I want to know about the individual. I want to know about the team. Who will be delivering this for me? And I want to really understand and get to know them. Um, so it's really kind of getting that kind of human element to this as well. As a model for you as well, I mean, this is actually, I'm just doing this deliberately as a communication technique, but at the heart of this, we started today talking about values. So this for me is the whole kind of power of you bubbles, if you like, right at the heart of this is, is values. So they are yours, nobody can touch them. Anybody tries to touch them, you can, uh, I was gonna say smack them in the face, but that's probably totally inappropriate behavior. Um, but <laughs> values are bulletproof. Nobody can touch your values. Let me be really controversial now. Sometimes we come into companies, you know, there's the corporate values, so da, 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 you need to follow the values. I say rubbish. Actually, the power of you is you can bring your values to the benefit of the business. Um, and sometimes you're in a beautiful spot where your values and the company's values are very, very similar. Um, so great, brilliant. If they're really different, what are you doing? Go somewhere where you are fully appreciated and really kind of develop that power of you. Around values, and these are all kind of layers that you can add. So around the values or the backstory that we've talked about. So the pieces, your experience, good and bad, that you're willing to share. Then we look at the dreams element. So the sharing of kind of the vision of where you want to be going, your ambitions in life, how you, the ambitions for the client uh, and how that can develop. And then kind of this personal brand. The personal brand is probably a 17 hour uh a 17 hour workshop, isn't it, on, its, on itself. But the, the, the way I approach personal brand is when I know I've got the value, my expressing my values, I've got backstories ready that I can use with the individual client as well. And I can express my dreams. My personal brand does its own thing. If my brand as Inspiration Bureau actually is completely opposed to the first three inner, inner circles, then something's critically wrong. So I all my branding, for instance, for myself and when I work with others is always helping to deliver the three and a kind of inner rings as well. Conscious of time, 33, right, so not long to go. So kind of to wrap up on the principles piece, really, is, you know, what's on your billboard? For the power of you, after everything we've just talked about today from the principles and your values, what I would say is your values are definitely on this board, but there's principles that we've talked about in the slideshow that you, some of them you will like, some of you won't like. And what I would say from today is please pull on those principles, the ones that you like, and use them as a toolkit to put on this billboard at different times. What do I mean by that? Well, actually, billboards change over time. So your core values clearly are your, are your own, but every, every client, every you may well change your billboard because you've done your homework and you know key elements that would really work with a particular audience or client or whatever. So the billboard can change. But here's, here's the fundamental question, really, I suppose, part of today is what is your billboard? And certainly for me as a reflector, I need to go away and think about it. Activists, you've already done this. You've written it down. There are theorists in the room that want to know more and want to really understand this and use their own reflections experience on this as well. And the pragmatists not only have done it, they've started to write a strategy document around their own power review uh, model already, I'm sure. Um, probably won't surprise you that in a, in a topic like this today, I'm gonna say this about setting your own path. And it goes back to that corporate vision stuff. Um, probably a number of us have been in situations where we've been in a corporate, been in a business where we are following the path. Uh, and the path that's kind of set out for us. And I certainly, that was my case 
certainly was in the military and um, when I've, I've worked with other companies and businesses I've, I've actually been employed in is that I've been following somebody else's path so the power of you is it's your own path and you know it's your own path and if someone tries to get you on theirs it better be a very similar path and route to take um, I'm going to stop the path analogy very shortly um, but it's, what I'm trying to say here is please 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 own your future and the power of you allows you to do that it gives you kind of sets of armor which allow you to go no this is me this is who I am my personality and this is how I can get this across within a business sense so um, I am not a corporate robot of a set of messages that somebody else believes in, because, again, we can see through that. OK, I'm going to finish on the, the power of you piece, actually, now, and those key principles. And I mentioned the third bit. Let me just stop sharing for a second. The third element of this and the final bit, which really I don't have um, much to share with you on this because this is absolutely down to you. And the third element is experiences. So experiences from your life, good and bad, that you are willing to pull, pull out at the right moment to make key points within the power of you, either when you're putting a proposal together, you're putting a pitch together, or you're having a meeting with a client or a team that you're willing to really kind of share with them in those three areas. So quickly to recap, values. Values, the three words you wrote down, um, you won't be far off the reality of who you are. When you do that exercise, it's incredible because the first one, even though you're not sharing it with anybody right now, the first one, you've been kind to yourself. The second word is probably the most truthful value you've got because it's kind of it's the one that you've calculated and thought of. And the third one, again, you're being probably quite complimentary, but you might be a little bit negative with yourself on the third word. And there's a little bits of science around that, of course. But actually, when you do this, if you're willing to, to do this exercise where you now go to trusted colleagues and friends and ask them the same question of you, it can be really insightful and a very positive exercise uh, as well. So just to kind of uh, wrap up, if I may, before we probably have a few minutes for questions, um, if, if that's the plan, Alex, um, I'd just like to finally kind of share with you just a very short little video, which kind of explains um, a little bit more about the power of you, but also, um, you know, how I may be able to help either you or teams to kind of really look at how we can draw out the power of you, either in a team sense or actually within our own kind of personal way. Please hold the line, please call up. Can you hear that? Presenting in person, online or in video can be daunting. The fear of judgment, rejection, the anxiety of standing up in a crowd, and the look in the eye of the Green Eyes Conference call camper can all create an understandable level of nerves. Doing business today means camera, lights, action. Doing convincing pitches and professional human presentations in person or online needs a level of confidence, conviction, and a personal touch. I'm Andy Taylor-White of the Inspiration Bureau, one purpose, to help you to inform and inspire others. I've got some good personal news for you. People want to naturally hear from you, not your brand, not your business slogan, but you. You can be fascinating, but you might just not know it yet. I've also got some bad news, but increasingly in today's world, people have short attention spans. They're naturally inquisitive about you and how you may be able to help them. 
but the interest clock can quickly count down from first impressions. You have seconds, not minutes. Using a very personal coaching approach, I help people become more confident presenters online and off. It's my passion. From my early years in the military to a career in the charity sector, to working with business leaders today, to be more themselves. With the four-stage code model, I really enjoy working either individually or in groups to look at how we communicate, observe, deliver, and execute our personal presentation opportunities. You have a wealth of personal experience and stories, and being more yourself when presenting is the key to making a real connection with your audience, your clients, or your network. If you would like to learn more about becoming a more confident online presenter, or really develop your very own presentation code, then please do visit the Inspiration Bureau today. One purpose, to help you to inform and inspire others. If you've been here for 45 minutes, a huge thank you for you. Um, I'd just like to say, you know, genuinely, it's been an absolute privilege and I'd like to thank uh, the team at Quantum Leap for asking me to present this afternoon. I know it can be a challenge on Zoom, uh, both for the recipient and the presenter. So I've, I've had a brilliant afternoon. I've really enjoyed it. Um, everything I've kind of shared today is all about kind of, you know, we said it was a workshop and in a sense, there's bits, please do take away from it. The one thing I would just say, please, please, please do, if you feel brave enough, do the values challenge with a couple of people that you know. It is really insightful, and I promise you, it can be very, very positive, especially as we step into a brand new year. Alex, that's me finished. I'm conscious of time, and you've probably got another workshop coming up. I think we've got five yeah. minutes to go. How, how, do you want to knock me on the head? Gonna, I, I'm just going to um, unmute everybody, um, if anybody's got any questions. We've got, we've got four or five minutes. Um, yeah, I'll just share with you one of my little takeaways from that presentation, which I really enjoyed. And thank you very much for, for that, Andy. It's excellent. Um, I love the Olympic moments, you know, because we've all got the things that are achievements in our life that we're proud of. And sometimes because we're always looking forward, we forget those brilliant things that we've done in the past. And, you know, going back and... Um, reviewing some of our Olympic moments and some of the great achievements in our lives provides us with a great anchor um, and a great inspiration within ourselves to to kind of forge that path going forward. So, so I haven't ever heard them described as Olympic moments, but I'm I'm going to be borrowing that, Andy. So, thanks very much. <laughs> that was great. But if anybody else has got anything they'd like to ask Andy or just share from from the session, please. Please go ahead. You can unmute yourself and um, join in. If nobody asks a question, I will sing Silent Night as loudly as I can. So. <laughs> Don't do it. Please, somebody ask him something. <laughs> no, I've, got, right. I've got a question, Andy. Hi, Cathy. Love to see Hello. you. Nice to see you. Thank you. That was great, that session. Um, so my question is, like, the story yeah. collecting you know, you said to pull out a story when you need it. Do you think it's a good idea to like maybe write a book of your own stories? So that, because I'm sure I've got loads of stories, but I can't think of one right now. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, sometimes, you know, I'm going to show my age now, but it's kind of having index cards of, of, of your stories and what, what particular 
point, um, what particular point do you want to make telling that story? Um, and I think because, you know, if you look at all the experiences we have, and we've talked a lot about successes, but especially failures, I mean, I, I love kind of sharing failures with people because um, actually it just shows, of course, we've we've all been through the, the ringer at times. And this is the, the particular approach I took. Was it right? Was it wrong at the time? I don't know. But actually, this is the, my turn. So, yeah, I, it's kind of having an index card, a list of things that you can use. And I, I find actually, before I go to each new business meeting, I kind of try and do a little bit of homework on the individual and try and work out which index card should I take with me? And I know that sounds really weird and overcalculated, but it just preps me mentally for having a number of stories in the back of my mind that I could I could potentially pull out. Thank you, Kathy. Anybody else? We're done. Okay, well, that that's great, Andy. Thank you so much for today. Really appreciate it. And that's uh, Andy Taylor-White from the Inspiration Bureau, The Power of You. Thank you very much indeed. Cheers, Alex. Thanks so much. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to make a quick note of anything you found particularly useful. Join our LinkedIn page at www.linkedin.com slash showcase slash quantum leap business show to keep up to date with news, content, and forthcoming events.